Okay, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? It's Simon Skulls here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, award-winning visual marketing agency, helping brands and businesses do all the usual gubbins that I talk about at the start of every podcast. But we're going to start doing the interviews again, talking to other people around the world about what they do in their business and how social media has helped them and so on and so forth. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Skulls. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Um, the first person to reach out to me was Justin. Hello, Justin. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. How are you doing excellent. in the world that oh, we're living in right I, now? Yeah, I, I say excellent. It's, it's excellent <laughs> at the moment. Um, how? Because you're in Pennsylvania. So yes. what are things like in Pennsylvania? Are you locked down as well like we are? Yeah, we're locked down through the end of April at least. and Well, as a country right now, we're locked down through the end of April at the right. least. And then in Pennsylvania specifically, we're starting to get the word now that our governor in particular is thinking about extending that and just all the all that jazz that we don't really need to get into. Some people are saying it's going to last until next year. Some people are saying it's going to be back up soon. Yeah, my wife came out today and she said, yeah, lock, you know, lockdowns until next year. And I was like, really? That's the first I've heard of it. So I'm really hoping not. <laughs> yeah, we just deleted 2020. It's weird. Yeah, but like, yeah. We'll just have it all over again next year. Yeah. Um, so for those people who don't know you, um, I've taken a little bit of a, a sneak preview to see what you do. Um, you specialize in podcast stuff, but tell everybody, give, you, give us your pitch. What is it that you actually do? Uh, yeah, so I do kind of a wide variety of things in different areas of my life, but uh, my main my main focus as far as business goes is on podcasting. I started a podcast in October of 2018, and when I started this podcast, I had this wild idea that I wanted to see if I could commit myself to publishing an episode every single day for the next year straight. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was October 29th or October 30th I started. And then I finished up with my 365th episode on the 29th or 30th of October the following year. So um, I did that. People, you know, that's kind of where my praise comes from in podcasting because I learned a lot about how to, like I, I went into it with no production, like audio editing, video editing, any of that experience and stuff like that. No podcasting experience, but I went from my first day, you know, downloading Anchor onto my cell phone and just talking into my cell phone and sounding like some sort of depressed teenager, like talking into that, to having this full-blown studio set up and all this stuff too. And now I do it for other people. I produce other people's podcasts and try to kind of help take a lot of that back-end stuff off their plate. Or I also help uh, people launch their podcast because there's a lot of bumps to go over at the beginning that yeah. uh, some people don't have the time to go over and it's more worth it for them to pay someone to help them through that so well, that's what one, i do congratulations on doing the four <laughs> years worth of uh, podcast yeah. <laughs> I, I did i think it was five years worth of daily vlogs um that's... so i i know the pain that you yeah. just doing one year <laughs> um and yeah. I, I remember i think it was five years roughly five years and i went on my honeymoon and I was halfway through my honeymoon. I was like, "What the hell am I doing? I'm on my honeymoon, yeah. and I'm sat editing videos." So I just now like, was that was that before you started the uh, your agency that you do now? And no, we, we we were we were doing that beforehand. So I started the oh, agency okay. with, with somebody else who also used to be a daily vlogger, um, a guy called John Lovell. And um, so we started the business together, and then we went our separate ways eventually. Um, and so I continued with the business, and he he went off, and he's a voice actor. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was on my honeymoon. I was just like, this is ridiculous. I'm, it's not like it's making me mega books. There's no need for me to be filming every day. Put my laptop away. And from that point on, I've just vlogged as and when. Um, but the podcast side of things, I don't know about you, but even though it is, it's, it's a big pressure to do every single day, 
I find it easier. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, it definitely is, and that's part of the reason that I did that. So what actually happened was that I was I was part I was in this uh, challenge, essentially course, kind of thirty day program, whatever you want to call it, and um, it had this component to it that was creating content every single day for a year. And the three mediums that were put in front of me were blogging, podcasting, and live streaming on Facebook wow. or Instagram or YouTube live or whatever. Live stream every day, that's insane. Yeah, that would, that would be something. And um, at the time, it was basically, I didn't want to be on camera. I was not comfortable in front of a camera then. That's obviously a different story now. But I was not, I did not want to be on camera or do live streams. Live streams just aren't my thing in general. So that was out right away. It was between blogging and podcasting. And I was, I had just started really listening to podcasts like religiously right before this happened and i was also leaning towards the blogging except i felt like podcasting is really just more efficient blogging because you're just speaking the words instead of writing them so i was like what the hell I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll do a podcast and then it led into what it is now i actually started two podcasts on the same day um and then eventually i like converged the two because originally i was doing eight episodes a week. So I was doing a weekly podcast on top of the daily one. Wow. Okay. And it was, it was just a big mess. So once a week I'd be doing two podcasts and I was like, I don't know why I don't just put these together. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So one of your podcasts, is it still sales and coffee? Is that the right title? No, of that's it? not one of mine. That's not one of yours. No, sorry. my first one. Yeah. My first one was called a JRP daily, which was very simple. Mm -hmm. It's my initials and I was doing it daily. So I called it JRP daily. And my, my current one right now is going through a rebrand. So it's called peak perspective, but I'm going to switch it over to operation JRP just because kind of a shift in focus. JRP is kind of my whole personal brand mm -hmm. and I'm doing a lot more now. I've, I've, put a lot more of my focus into business and trying to get clients and help people with their podcasts that I've, I'm not going to say I stopped caring about my podcast, but it is just not the priority in my world right now to grow yeah. my own podcast. I really don't care how many people are listening to that because I've got other podcasts that I, frankly, I care more about my clients' shows than I do my own. So Absolutely, which is the way to be. Uh, so yeah. you said you got started with Anchor. So obviously with no background of editing and that side of things, I was very lucky I came into doing what I do because I worked <laughs> in radio and I worked in TV and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So how did you, how did you teach yourself? The Anchor, I've, I've found is a, an interesting tool and not necessarily all that user-friendly. Yeah, I mean, it was just Anchor was, again, it was put right in front of me while I was doing that challenge. You know, they gave you little resources to start a podcast or to start live streaming or just, well, live streaming, it was just Facebook or, you know, Medium for blogging. And so I started on Anchor and then I, I mean, like I said, I was listening to podcasts and I was listening to my own podcast. So I knew that it sounded awful compared to actual real podcasts. And at the time too, I was in college, I'm still in college. Uh, for financial planning, but I was in college. I was just kind of sitting in my dorm room trying to find ways to make a couple extra bucks so I could go out to dinner with my friends whenever they asked me because I was totally broke. And I was doing that and I was like, what's a skill that I can learn and try to monetize? So I actually started with video editing. Mm -hmm. I was really big on Instagram. And the first thing I really did as part of a job that kind of eventually evolved into my business was that I just made specifically Instagram videos for 
influencers, whatever you want to call it. You yeah. know, a guy reached out to me and started paying me to do one minute clips for Instagram. And I was like, shit, okay, yeah, I'll do that. So I got to know Premiere Pro pretty well. And that basically just slowly turned into, okay, now I've got to learn how to do the audio for my thing. And I got the student discount for the whole Adobe suite. I uh, started learning auditions, started learning Premiere pretty much exclusively through YouTube and just my intuition, trying to figure out stuff from there. So it didn't, you weren't, because this is the one thing I, I try to instill into people is that you've just got to do it. You've got to get yeah, over the exactly. issue of perfection. You've got to get over being worried about what people might think and what people might say. And, and necessarily to the point of actually not even worrying about the quality as well. I mean, you're sat there now with a microphone. I'm sat here with my headphones. <laughs> and, and I'm sure if you've listened to any of my podcasts in the past, I'm not that bothered about the quality of the audio. Do you feel, do you think that the quality of the audio, because this is what you do professionally, I know it's important, but as long as people can understand what you're saying, is it that important? Yeah, that's what I always tell people when it comes to audio quality is that you don't need the top notch audio, like the best audio quality out there. Your audio, there's almost like a threshold with audio where if it's, if it's just below that threshold, like if it's just bad enough, people won't listen to your show. It's a problem. There are, I, I have had podcasts that I've tried to listen to where like S's are just whistling really, really bad, or there's a ridiculous amount of wind noise or something like that. And I, I can't sit through. There was, there was one episode, I listened to the, the Joe Rogan experience all the time, for example. There was one episode of his, I can't remember which one it was, but his guest, his S's were just whistling so bad that I couldn't listen to the whole episode. And it's not like the content is bad. Obviously, Joe Rogan's the best podcast out there, if we're going to yeah. call a spade a spade. And, but, so your audio needs to be good. Like It's important, but you don't, have to, you don't have to go overboard trying to get the best audio in the world. It just has to meet a standard. Yeah. And my old boss used to put it in a, in a way, and it's probably one of the few things we agreed on, um, was uh, people, because I used to work for a company that did in-store media, and he used to say that people, when they go into a store, they've got a yellow spot at the back of their head. And if mm -hmm. the audio that they're listening to doesn't hit, or if it does hit that yellow spot, then they're more likely to walk out because they're not comfortable with what they're hearing, whether, yeah. whether it's in the environment that they're in or actually the standard of the audio, like you say, that it's not being DS or what have you, or it's yeah. not got a pop mic in front of it. So, so yeah. So you help people start doing podcasts, obviously you set them up for them, but say somebody doesn't necessarily have a budget or what have you, what would you say to people is the most important piece of kit to start doing a podcast with? So just hang on, let me be clear on what you're asking here. Like just the most important thing they need in order to get started. Yeah. Basically, no yeah. budget. Um, I mean, I think the most important thing, wow, that's actually a really good question. I would, if we're talking like physical equipment and such, I would recommend people getting a microphone and that would be about it. Now you can, here's, let me go into this kind of tangent that I have is that there are people all over, like if you go to YouTube or something like that and you look up how to start a podcast, you're going to find a bunch of people that are saying, get Anchor, you can start with just your phone, it's really easy, blah, 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 blah. It is, that's entirely possible, that's how I started my first podcast. Something that people need to understand more is that the very beginning of your podcast is going to be one of the most crucial parts of you actually wanting it to be good because, especially because when you get into getting ranked on Apple and all that type of stuff, Apple favors new podcasts like wild. Yeah. So I think a thing that I definitely ran into and a lot of people I know that 
they run into is that if you get a podcast going and you're a couple months into it before your content starts really getting good, you kind of missed your shot to get ranked on Apple and to really get that early traction. So I would recommend at least getting a microphone. It doesn't really matter what the microphone is, just a microphone. And probably... Even a lapel mic, would that be fine? Just like something... That would be fine. Yeah, as long... Making it sound better. As long as there's a microphone, yeah. Because ultimately for background noise too is the problem that I have with a lot of podcasts is ones that I listen to with dogs barking in the back or the furnaces on, stuff like that. It just helps to have a microphone and you can really tell the difference. And other than that, you know, just get on... Actually, do your research on the hosting platforms as well because I've actually become not a fan of Anchor. I don't use Anchor for my podcast anymore. It's a fine place to start with, but uh, I would do research on that. I use Simplecast now. I love Simplecast um, over all of them. So I know when Anchor first came out, they had some interesting T's and C's, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, it's really just about, it's re- like you said, it's really just about starting. Like, record something, you know. First step, record something, you know, come up with a little bit of a content plan. Who is this for? What is it about? Record something and then figure out how to get it in front of people, you know, and figure out how to get it on Apple and Spotify and Google and all those other places that it's not actually that hard to get it onto. And that, that was and, kind of what I was going to ask next is how, how would you generally suggest people try and get something in front of people? I, I use social media, obviously. So that's generally how I do it. I put mine onto SoundCloud and then SoundCloud distributes for me. But what do you, what's kind of the process you would take people through? You know, that's actually really fascinating itself. SoundCloud, I have never played with, surely enough, in all of my podcasting journey. But yeah, just to get it in front of people, the first thing I would recommend, honestly, is kind of, kind of analyze yourself in your own situation. Because I think one of the best things you could do is like, if you're someone, I don't want to use the term popular, but like if you have friends that are actually interested or coworkers or whoever, like if you have actual people around you in your life, that's going to be one of the best things that you can promote it to. It's like, pers- I, I, I praise personal Facebook pages all the time. I think they're one of the most underused ways of promoting yourself on social because it's probably one of the warmest audiences that everybody just has access to. You know, people start trying to grow an Instagram page or grow a Twitter with all these people that they don't know. Just post stuff on your personal Facebook. And if they're so-called friends on Facebook or actually your friends, you'll get a couple of listens on your podcast. You'll probably be able to get reviews and that kind of thing too, which there are other strategies to getting the reviews, which then ranks it on Apple and then Apple shows it to more people and so on and so forth. But it also goes back to trying to catch as much as you can right at the beginning with a podcast. That's so important. So, so is, there a, is there a type of content that you would say performs better? You see a lot of people, like you say, Joe Rogan, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Grant Cardone, they do a lot more interviewed style content than they do just them talking to their audience. Mm-hmm. Do you think interviews perform better and is there a reason behind that? Or is it just generally you get that better human interaction between two people so that performs better with people when they're listening? You've got to... For, the first thing that people have to be careful of is to not go and format their show based on how Joe Rogan does it or how Gary Vee does it or how Grant Cardone does it or whatever. I get really pissed seeing all the people in the podcasting space right now that start an interview-based podcast because they only interview people with umpteen thousand followers on Instagram and then have them promote it and leverage their audience and they get all these huge numbers and they get ranked on Apple 
and I'm just sitting kind of here behind my phone. I'm like, that's great for you. You were the 25th self-improvement podcast on Apple, but nobody gives a shit about you. Like that's, that's what the problem is. They listened to one of your episodes and pod and Apple saw you got a lot of traction. And then they were like, Oh, let's show this to more people. Okay, great. But I mean, my, my favorite podcast personally is the MFCEO project. And he does that very well where he does some episodes on his own, some episodes with a co-host. And every once in a while, he invites people on and has three or four or five people all just kind of sitting in a room talking to each other. And that's a great way to do it. Now, I mostly work with those types of podcasts that I call informal podcasts, basically, where it's either someone just talking like a normal person or it's interviews or stuff like that, as opposed to narrative podcasts, because there are podcasts out there like Serial and Slow Burn and those types of things that are actually more like TV shows in audio form where there's a yeah. plot and there's a structure and all that. And that, that stuff is cool too. I mean, a lot of people are in a murder mystery podcast. I just, I don't work as much with those. So it's really about carving out your spot in that market basically and just sticking with doing things the way that you do them best because if you can be the best at the way you do your show instead of trying to do like kind of a half-ass job at the quote-unquote best way to do it you're going to be a lot better off yeah yeah no definitely so we're fast running out of time um so before i let you go um just have you got any really top tips for people who are looking to start a podcast you've already given the one about getting a microphone of some yeah. format, whatever it could be. I'm the worst for that because I am one of the people who would say, actually, just <laughs> record it on your phone and who gives a fuck? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the microphone is one of them. Um, what other top tips would you give your customers or anybody who's listening to your content to definitely look at doing? Yeah, uh, first and foremost, get started. Like, set a deadline and a very short deadline for you to record your first episode. And I mean by like tomorrow or sooner, because you're not going to get anywhere if you keep getting paralyzed by analysis. It's just not going to work. Second of all, if, if you are someone like say, I mostly try to work with business owners and brands. So people with some sort of a budget, if you have the budget, use it up front because don't, with podcasting, it's interesting, like I've been saying, to try to roll into kind of getting good quality because the longer you let it go on, the harder it gets to actually make it do that. So there are going to be a lot of bumps and hurdles at the beginning. Don't be afraid to just get help. Um, third, come up with an actual plan. I am the most guilty person of like rebranding and repositioning my stuff every three to six months because I get this new idea and I kind of have shiny object syndrome with it. So kind of understand why you're doing the podcast. Seriously, don't just start a podcast because it's the cool thing that everybody's doing right now. But if it's to supplement your business or something like that, uh, that's a good way to do it. And outside of that, just understand the importance of actually having a community to promote it to. People... I think podcasts are going to be one of the biggest things out there. That's why I've gotten so deep into it. But people are still at a point realistically right now where they don't want to listen to a podcast. If I go to one of my friends at college and I tell them I have a podcast, they just look at me like I'm the biggest dork they've ever seen. Nobody listens to podcasts, this, that, and the other because everybody's still watching cat videos on YouTube. And that's a generational day. thing then because for me, when I'm talking to businesses, and, and it's one of the big things that I tell them about using a podcast for is because it's probably one of the most frictionless pieces of content there is. You have to make time to sit down and read a blog. You have to sit down and watch a video. You just yeah. download a podcast and listen while you're at the gym or as yeah. if for your one hour's exercise you're allowed every yes. day. You are, you are exactly right. 
I think people haven't come to that realization yet, how easy, how frictionless it is to listen to a podcast. I, I, I tell people about it. And one of the most common um, objections I get to people listening to my podcast is that the episodes are too long because mine are usually an hour long. And I try to tell, like, uh, even my parents, my parents will give me that objection. You know, my dad's like, I got to do all this stuff around the house. And I'm like, listen to it while you do that. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. slipping people's minds that they don't have well, to really actively do one thing at a time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's that. So it's that type of thing. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I think I covered all my points really. Just get started. Look for help if you could afford to, you know, but don't let that stop you from getting started. And um, I have a free email course on my website for people looking to start a podcast. So cool, well, I will to... be linking all of that stuff in the section below. Uh, so they'll have your Twitter and, and all those kind of things, your, your website. And Absolutely. Stuff like that. Um, Justin, thank you so much for chatting to us. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And hopefully you've encouraged a few people to potentially start a podcast right I now, tonight. So. Fingers crossed. Yes. Or just take the headset, they'll plug it into the phone yeah. and they'll stick their head underneath the duvet so it sounds like they're in a sound booth and yeah. they'll crack on. So uh, yeah. thank you so much. And um, yeah, take care of yourself and stay safe during all the fun that we're in. At yeah, absolutely. When I just want to add in the last thing. If you do start a podcast because of this, please let me know. I will go and review it on Apple and do all that stuff for you. Awesome. And he has done mine, in fact, although we do listen to each <laughs> other, but he has even reviewed mine. Uh, thanks ever so much and uh, take care of yourself. This was a Perception Studios production.